Beating the Capitals, how much better is this team after the deadline, and how are they built for the future? Next on Locked On Caps. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we grade the Capitals. How much better is this team after the deadline? We knew they were inconsistent, but how much better are they now? We'll talk about that in the show. And then the rumblings out there. And how close were the Capitals ultimately to acquiring Jacob Chikrin. It seems like it was a lot closer than anyone thought. We'll talk about that. And then later in the show, we will talk about the latest with Nick Jensen and Martin Faravari. But just to get it going here, grading the Capitals. We knew how much this team has struggled as of late, playing a lot better uh, the last couple games, but we know before that they struggled. They killed it in the month of December. It was like a new team, and then they slipped a little bit, and then that's ultimately when Brian McClellan was assessing this team and decided, you know, this team just does not have what it takes. And ultimately, the reason that uh, John Carlson was the only defenseman under contract after this season is it allowed Brian McClellan to have flexibility in the event that this Capitals team did not live up to potential. And surprise, surprise, they did not live up to potential. So Dmitry Orloff and Garnet Hathaway get sent out to Boston. We get Craig Smith and some draft picks. In return, the Capitals take that first-round pick and pick up Rasmus Sandin, a real pleasant surprise, a good acquisition, a good young blue liner that is going to help this team for years to come. We knew that um, having Garnet Hathaway and uh, Dmitry Orloff, Dmitry Orloff in particular, having him on this team in the long term, uh, it was pretty much not going to happen. He was seeking a seven-year deal. Uh, then ultimately the Caps were all in on a three-year deal, so they were not able to come to terms. So what did they do? They took that draft pick and they got Rasmus Sandin, setting them up perfectly for the future, A-plus marks. The same kind of went around for all the movement. Lars Eller out to Colorado, Marcus Johansson out, Gustafsson up to Toronto. Ultimately, those were all expiring deals that were not going to be able to come back to this team, or they were players that were not going to help this team in the future in their push to get younger and faster and stay competitive in the National Hockey League, which is doing just that, getting younger and getting faster. And we saw that uh, over the weekend with Rasmus Sandin. We also saw it with Vinny Iario and Gabe Carlson, the future. And, you know, you're starting to see glimpses of what can be. 
The interesting thing for me as well is to see Connor McMichael and Hendricks Lapierre. What are they going to look like in the fall? We hear that they're going to be poised to be the next greatest thing. Is next year going to be their year? If you take a look at it, Hendricks Lapierre and Connor McMichael, along with Iario and like Gabe Carlson, you would start to see the beginnings of the future Capitals after you know the John Carlsons and the Oshis and the Ovechkin, that kind of thing, where it's going to be the face of the team to come. And it's a bit of a hard thing to look at because sometimes you can get used to these certain players and there's so many fond memories that are linked with the Stanley Cup run, you know, in 2018. But change is what was needed because last year was kind of a last gasp, I would say, of this lineup. They really tried to make it work. So what did Brian McClellan do? He tried to retool it, bringing in Connor Brown and Dylan Strome and Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. On paper, it seemed like a knockout, like it would be the thing. And for me, I thought it was going to be enough but ultimately, it wasn't enough. Connor Brown got injured early. We never really knew what we had in him. Dylan Strom, Sonny Milano, you know, played a big role on this team. So Sonny Milano and Nicholas Abe-Cubel, kind of mid-season additions that were added. Also, the future of your team. You know, Sonny Milano got a new deal. Same goes for Nicholas Abe-Cubel and Dylan Strom. So you're starting to see what this team looks like for years to come. And I got to say, it's pretty promising overall. Uh, but there was this piece in the athletic ranking, the Capitals and what they did uh, at the trade deadline there. The Caps playoff hopes fading general manager Brian McClellan acted decisively trading away five veterans on expiring contracts. It was hard but necessary in return. The Caps got former first-rounder Rasmus Sandin and a haul of picks. In fact, over the next three drafts, McClellan now holds seven or excuse me, eleven selections in round one through three, giving him a stockpile of draft capital that can be flipped for immediate help. If I've got one quibble, it's that McClellan didn't land a player like Jacob Chikrin, who could have supercharged a retool on the fly strategy, who we talk, we'll talk about Chikrin in the next segment here, but a plus marks for me. He ranked him eight out of ten. Um, I would say that uh, I I would say that that's pretty accurate. Eight out of ten or nine out of ten is ultimately what I would give him out of that. He did what he could do. Could he have gone out and got Chikrin? It seems like the Ottawa Senators were more in on Chikrin, so ultimately that is where he landed. But I'm I'm not upset about it. I think that I'm really uh, surprised, you know, happy, pleasantly surprised, I guess, and hopeful at what Rasmus Sandin can do along with these young players that let's face it, they came to this team uh, based on injury to the injury to Nick Jensen and Martin Faravari. And the expectation, I got to say, uh, wasn't that high, but they came here and they played a big role. So it is positive going forward. Uh, the young players that'll be on this team, because that is what it's going to be in years to come. In my assessment is a youth influx. It's not going to happen all next year, but within the next few years, as we kind of head towards the end of the Ovechkin era, you're going to see more and more younger players integrated into this team. It's just the way it's going to go. And then it's about keeping the pieces around that you want to keep. You want to re-up Tom Wilson uh, to a long deal. Of course, he is one of the crown jewels of this Capitals team. Make no mistake about it. Um, and then just kind of assessing some of the older players. TJ Oshie, for example, when his contract is up, you know, you're going to have to start to kind of suss through uh, some of these players. Same goes for Nick Backstrom, that kind of thing in years to come and see if you want to bring them back. Ultimately, I don't think that's the case. I think they hold on to 
Um, I think they hold on to Tom Wilson because he's still a bit on the younger side. But when you take a look at Osh and you take a look at Backstrom, you kind of almost start to clump them uh, in the same category as Ovechkin. So maybe a bit of a changing of the guard, if you will, for this Caps team. But Ultimately, uh, I like the direction that they're going in. Change is hard. It's hard for me as well uh, to watch this team change, a team that I've watched for so many years change, and a lot of faces will be different in years to come. But ultimately, it is what is needed going forward. If you want to sustain and you want to uh, have a vital role uh, in the NHL, that is what is required. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about exactly how close were the Capitals in landing Jacob Chikrin We'll talk about that next. Midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel Sports app, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. And guys, even if you're not into betting, you could bet on an upcoming Wizards game. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So in this next segment, we are going to talk about Jacob Chikrin, one of the big pieces that was out there. And there was a lot of teams that were going after his services. He was held out for like eight or nine games because there were so many people that were vying for his services. And the Capitals ultimately went all in on him. Uh, We'll talk about that, that Brian McClellan was on the Elliott in the morning show and he talks about how he did pursue Jacob Chikrin and did what he could do. It just seems that they couldn't come to terms uh, but that would have been exciting, you know, landing the big fish. GM Brian McClellan joined Elliot in the morning to discuss the team sell-off at the deadline and other moves and transactions, and he shared that the team was in the running for Chikrin leading up to the deadline and was involved pretty much the whole time until the Arizona Coyotes ultimately traded him to the Ottawa Senators' rights Washington Hockey Now. Exciting. Could you imagine uh, if you would have been on this team? I think that that would have really kind of revitalized them and really pushed them forward. Could you imagine if they would have picked up Rasmus Sandin and Jacob Chikrin? That would have totally changed everyone's feeling about the blue line, about the uncertainty, you know, that John Carlson and Jensen were the only ones under contract. Um, to have Chikrin and Rasmus Sandin. It is kind of fun to think about what could have been, uh, but ultimately wasn't the case. But uh, the, the Caps ultimately ended up doing pretty good, but it is an interesting thing to ponder. We were involved pretty much the whole deadline right down to the end on Chikrin. He fit the profile and the type of player we were looking for, McClellan said on Elliot in the morning. I think in the end, it ended up going the other way on us, but we hung in there as long as we could in trying to get him. And what is what I'm hearing out there? This is just 
Don't take this to the bank. This is just what I'm heard. I'm not telling you this is what happened. I'm just telling you what I heard. Uh, that <laughs> that used to be a term I heard from a guy on a podcast. He always would say that. I'm not telling you this is what happened. I'm just telling you what I heard. So what I heard was that the Coyotes were all in on working with the Capitals, but they were going after Hendricks LaPierre and Connor McMichael. And uh, they have not formally, Brian McClellan has not formally spoke about this that I'm aware of yet, but that is what I'm hearing from different sources that that is, was the ask plus more. So that was at least part of the move. Uh, there was also, you know, talk in there that, uh, you know, Oshie could have been potentially involved in that. Just a massive haul that could have kind of almost uh, facelifted this team and really changed the complexion of it. Um, so I, I, again, ultimately, if that is in fact the case, I can't verify that. If that's the truth. Again, I just, I talked to quite a bit of people uh, covering this podcast, but if it would have meant parting ways with Hendricks LaPierre and Connor McMichael, and I know I've spoke about on this show that they haven't, you know, really shown us what they're worth yet. I know that ultimately they probably do have it in them. It's just, they're young men at the end of the day, and it probably just need, they need to work into that role, right? So I wouldn't be all in on a trade that would have sent LaPierre and, and McMichael and, you know, potentially like a TJ Oshie or something like that out to the Coyotes. I'm not about an all-over facelift uh, for Chikrin. May it have been worth it? Maybe. I mean, I know that his upside is pretty good, I got to say, but um, I'm not so much about, you know, gutting or, you know, at least removing two huge pieces from a Hershey team that's killing it this year. Uh, so, you know, I think that the Capitals did the right thing at the end of the day. You know, they made the movement. They, they made prudent decisions. And I know that Brian McClellan was all in on it. And I don't know if uh, Brian McClellan at the end of the day kind of pumped the brakes on it and maybe thought about it, or if Arizona was just more interested in the return that Ottawa gave him. I guess we'll never ultimately know. I wasn't in the room, um, but that is what we're hearing out there. Again, it would have been interesting to see uh, if that would have happened. Washington had looked to add Chikrin as an upgrade with John Carlson still on the long-term injured reserve and Orloff and Gustafson being dealt to Boston and Toronto, respectively. Orloff's negotiations hadn't gone according to plan. The negotiations got to the point where I thought Orloff really wanted to test free agency and same with Garnet Hathaway just to see where they're at. McClellan added, and I don't blame them, they're both good players. They both fit in great with our team, but they wanted to test it. So we had to make a decision. It changed what was going on and we proceeded from there. And a great move by Brian McClellan. Make no mistake about it, because what is the thing? If they would have tested free agency, if they made it to July, the Capitals would have got zero in return. So we got uh, some draft picks. We got Craig Smith and we got Rasmus Sandin when we flipped him to Toronto and got him on this team A plus marks. I don't think they should have gone out and tried to do anything else crazy out there. Um, just uh, a really wise move by Brian McClellan and the whole Chikrin thing. It is intriguing and it's fun to think about as being an NHL fan in general, but Ultimately, I thought it was a good move and good on Brian McClellan uh, going forward. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about the latest uh, with Jensen and uh, Faravari and where they're at and when can we expect them to return. We'll talk about that next.
Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise on taste, then, man, I've got the thing for you. you got to try Built Bar. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. So what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yeah, that's right, real chocolate. And they come in... And unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, and coconut almond. And I've spoke to you on this podcast for the longest time about how you can get these at built.com and you still can, but now you can also get them at your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bilt Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So we know that Vinny Iario and Gabe Carlson, they got called up and they had this opportunity based on the injury to Nick Jensen and Martin Faravari. So, you know, a great opportunity to showcase their talents and they knocked it out of the park over the weekend as they played a big role on this team and a positive sign of a potential going forward. As we know, Gabe Carlson was drafted in the first round and Vinny Iario was in the top as well. I want to say second round. So some two high draft uh, potential players that could, you know, come into this team in years to come and really help revitalize this team. The blue line is going to look different. We know that exactly who is going to be on this team Next year on the blue line, I guess, remains to be seen. For now, we know that it's John Carlson and Nick Jensen and uh, Martin Faravari and ostensibly Alex Alexiev, right? I guess, you know, there could be a bit of a battle uh, in, in the camp as, as we go through the into the fall here next year. So, or uh, towards the tail end of the year, rather. So it'll be interesting to see what happens if there's any acquisitions that are made uh, during free agency in July. So some interesting days ahead, that is for sure. But what do we know about uh, Nick Jensen and Martin Faravari right now? is that per the Athletics, Tarek Elbashir, both were on the ice uh, on the morning skate on Tuesday, uh, marking their first time they skated with the team since being hurt in Wednesday's 3-2 overtime win over the Anaheim Ducks. And one of the interesting things about it, it was like a day after Jensen got his new deal. So a little bit more like, oh, son of a, why did this have to happen, right? Jensen left Wednesday's game with an upper body injury after skating an awkward bump along the boards with Salmon Benoit. Then later in the game, Faravari exited with a lower body injury, though it's unclear what happened. Both are on the injured reserve at the time, writes Washington Hockey Now. So it did present an interesting Interesting opportunity. Like I talked about, Vinny Iario and Gabe Carlson. Gabe Carlson, who came over from the Blue Jackets, but you know what we saw from him, I'm impressed. You know, uh, he played in preseason. And now he's getting his opportunity. Why did they choose both of them? Uh, it's because they were on the same pairing down in Hershey. So they thought that there would be some instant chemistry that they wouldn't have to try to, you know, do anything a whole lot different that they kind of knew uh, each other and what uh, what they had in the tank. So they did work well together. As we know, Vinny Iario assisted on an Alex Ovechkin goal in his first game. You really can't ask for anything more from him than that, can you? 
an exciting moment for the Capitals, like I talk about in the future. Um, and, you know, it was a cool moment, like I talked about in a previous show, that, you know, o- Ovechkin and Tom Wilson kind of taking him under his wing and, and giving him, uh, you know, attention and saying, you know, boy, giving him a good job. And then Tom Wilson handing him the rope that we know goes on in the locker room after a game. And uh, he kind of put the pressure on Vinny Iario to come up with a speech, which had to be a bit difficult, kind of an intimidating room if you think about it. A young guy talking to all these all-stars or a lot of all-stars, really great hockey players anyway. But uh, rose to the challenge. So that is the positive thing going forward is that, you know, sometimes when you see injuries and things like that, you think to yourself, why did this have to happen? That's, you know, really unfortunate. Uh, But what they did is they made the most of their opportunities. And that's ultimately what we expect from Connor McMichael and Hendricks LaPierre, both players who kind of struggle to do that, right? that you really need to seize the moment. And I know that they, you know, had flashes of greatness, but not sustainability. And I guess it maybe it's a little bit too early to say if the sustainability is there with Vinny Iario and Gabe Carlson, but to kill it in your first game, you really can't ask for anything more than that. So both great contributions from both those players. I look forward to seeing uh, what they have in future years, because um, again, I think there's a pretty good chance uh, that they could be on the caps next year, potentially. Uh, it just remains to be seen if they can continue and sustain. I will say one thing that uh, if for whatever reason, when Faravari and Jensen come back, I think that they would be, uh, their services would be needed in Hershey as they are going on a heater uh, this time. Uh, they were in first place last I checked. So Hershey doing a great job and the Capitals you can hope to to do a better job to for the remainder of this season and have to have a better shot at doing a better job next year. It'll be interesting to see what this team looks like uh, with Wilson and Nick Backstrom ostensibly having a whole season next season. I think that the Caps right now, you know, everyone's doom and gloom and kind of just on on the negative train with them, but how much better would the Capitals have been if they had Wilson and Backstrom in there? Um, also all the injuries on the blue line. It's just a lot of different things out there. You know, no one saw John Carlson getting injured and ultimately no one saw him being out for this lengthy period of time. So I don't think this team is as bad as a lot of people think it is. It's just, uh, you know, they're facing a lot of injuries. And I know I've spoke about that you need to overcome, but with that said, still a ton of injuries. And uh, I think that, you know, ultimately they they've done what they can do and uh, maybe they can make that big push at the end of the year if they can continue to string together some wins Again, some pretty big games. Again, going forward here, it's New Jersey Thursday, Islanders uh, Saturday, and then next week, Rangers, Buffalo, and the St. Louis Blues. It could be some tough games ahead for the Capitals. A good litmus test, if you will, to see what they have in the tank. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make your second listen. Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And guys, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Make sure subscribe, follow on wherever you're listening to this podcast. That way you know when the new podcasts are available. So if you're listening on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever, hit that Spotify or hit that subscribe or follow button. Same goes for YouTube. 
Let's get this thing huge. Last time I checked, we were at 450 subscribers. Let's keep it going. We want to get it up to 500 and keep the push, push, push. The ultimate goal, of course, here by the end of the season would be nice to have it close to or a thousand subscribers. That would be a really good thing. It'd be great for the channel and to really help talk about capitals and locked on capitals. I sure would appreciate it. And I thank all of you that listen and subscribe. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.